welcome to the show, Living with Climate Change. Uh, thanks for joining me. Today's show is called Facing Climate Change Grief. Uh, the show is going to focus on what is being called uh, climate grief or climate trauma, uh, eco-trauma. Uh, it's the unpleasant and negative psychological effects that the future project projections of climate change and current conditions from climate change are having on our mental health. Now, this show is not really intended for people who have been physically harmed by climate change events like you know, wildfires, climate refugees, uh, droughts, these things, they may benefit. Uh, but we're talking about the negative psychological effects uh, climate change is having on people who think about climate change, work in the field, are activists, or very informed citizens, and are living with it day-to-day -day basis, and it's in their consciousness, uh, myself included on this. And so that's what we're going to look at. Um, a disclaimer, uh, I'm not a psychologist. Uh, this show is purely for uh, awareness and support of this issue. Now, let me say uh, this program, future programs, will we're going to talk about science and politics and controversial topics, but I think it's best to uh, get a handle on our emotions and uh, our psychological uh, state of mind dealing with with climate change and thinking about it so we can uh, make decisions uh, rational uh, informed decisions now when I say climate change I'm referring to what the scientists think is an extremely fast in geological time uh, warming of the climate system affecting all of our ecosystems in a, in a negative way caused by industrialized human civilization. Um, so that's the topic uh, of today and to summarize the show uh, first we'll just talk about what is climate trauma and uh, who is being affected by it uh, three, uh, how and what we can do about it. And finally, uh, we'll just, uh, I'll share some links and, and summarize and we can connect, hopefully. First, uh, let's look at what is exactly causing uh, this trauma or pre-traumatic stress of uh, climate change predictions. Uh, well, as we all we have this new IPCC report predicting uh, uh, very dire consequences uh, they've even given a date by 2030 giving us now 11 years to completely transform our way of living uh, which 
to most of us almost seems impossible. Or there will be, there could be catastrophic events happening later in this century that will be irreversible and unprecedented to human civilization. Now that's quite a, that's quite a, a thing to face. Uh, so that is scary in itself, and it has been presented by an international, uh, international com community of scientists. Uh, now, you can argue the validity of it, but let's not get into that. Uh, and on the extreme side of things, you have reputable scientists who are predicting that within years we could be facing uh, human extinction, total collapse of systems, uh, and uh, oh, that's quite dire, obviously. Uh, we're talking about Mad Max scenarios of, of apocalyptic uh, landscapes of uh, terrifying uh, projections of, of what is coming. Uh, people, many, many people believe this. Uh, so obviously that is quite a, a, a heavy burden. Um, so we, we are told of collapsing ecosystems. Uh, on top of everything, we in the West, we are we're constantly being told that there's going to be an economic collapse. So that doesn't help. Um, we, uh, we are told that what we are in is the sixth mass extinction happening now, which this is very disturbing to me and, and many people. Um, which is saying that uh, all, almost all the species on the planet um, are, there's a, a rate of extinction that is normal. And because of human development, that that rate of extinction has increased 1,000 to 10,000 times and clearly have we have evidence of, of this is probably happening with a loss of insects and anyway uh, so that is I mean that's that could cause shame and and uh, to some people and obviously I don't think anybody thinks that this is a good thing so those are just a few of, uh, you know, the reasons why people are, are depressed over this. And now, even on a deeper level, uh, this is a new, you know, for humans, this is a different, uh, this is a totally different way of looking at the future. Uh, instead of looking at a, a an infinite 
possibilities and growth and uh, abundance that, you know, that nature is giving us an abundance and it's just the open range of uh, possibilities and, uh, you know, Star Trek, uh, you know, that this goes against that completely. It is the opposite saying that we are, that that's over, that uh, we're in a very finite, closed system that is not abundance for this many people. There's, we're told that there's simply too many people and we use too much energy. Um, so that is, uh, that's a hard thing to face. Um, also, uh, this suggests that everything we do is having negative impacts on the planet. So our everyday lives, uh, traveling, going on vacations, turning lights on, because uh, most of us do not use renewable energy. And we use energy all the time. We just can't, it's very difficult to not use energy. And uh, so it, you know, there's a guilt about that and uh, it can't get away from. Um, and even to the extremes of uh, people deciding not to have children uh, because they don't want to bring children into this world. Now, I need to say more about that. So now these are all, these are just some of the things that I'm not trying to make people depressed. Uh, this audience, I think, knows all these things. And so how do we deal with this? Besides avoiding it and not thinking about it and distracting ourselves, which is the way most of us do, uh, but it, uh, for me, because of my education and my knowledge of these issues, uh, it's, it's part of me. I can't, I, I think about this all the time. I see inefficiencies all around me, the way the world works. And this is quite frustrating. So this leads to for me having trauma stress or uh, I mean, climate uh, stress. Um, so that's what it is. And uh, now let's look at all these things. And most of them uh, are happening, are, are things that are really happening in the future. So these are things that are not happening now, uh, although some of them are. There, there are changes happening. But a lot of this, the, the really bad stuff, is 
I mean, I think it's clearly it's about what could happen in the future. Not so much now. Yes, there are, we have done things, damage that, it, it, that is affecting things now. That is enough to be depressed about. But I think the main stress of this is the future projections. So let's, I think we can agree, but that is what it is. Um, okay, so now let's uh, move on to who is uh, being affected by this. So definitely we have climate scientists. Uh, now, they, they actually might be less affected by this than some other people for I, I will go into this later but of course environmental scientists uh, environmental journalists environmental activists uh, for sure uh, politicians are being pressured by people informed citizens uh, I guess we have students, younger people who are taking classes and learning about this. We have children that overhear this. They, they may be affected and have climate trauma, climate stress. So that's a lot of people. Um, and even people who apparently just don't believe in climate change or question it so much that it is un unimportant to them. A lot of people like that, I guess. But they, they're bothered by uh, uh, other people that believe in that, uh, that believe in climate change. <laughs> so they aren't really completely free of this either. They have to defend themselves uh, against the scientific community or the most of the scientific community. Uh, so uh, that's a lot of people. Um, and I, I'd imagine that uh, in, in my experience, uh, there are a lot of people that just are, are too busy in their lives are in uh, maybe uneducated, they're in developing countries and, and other, uh, so there are a lot of people that just uh, are not quite at this point where it it's it's not an issue for them. They have other, other things to worry about. Uh, so that's a lot of people that uh, probably are being affected by this. Now, the main point of the show is how and what we can do about this. Uh, now let's look at how some people uh, deal with it. Now I, I think that uh, probably uh, scientists um, and others that deal with it so much that just all the time that they maybe become desensitized by this. And yeah, I don't 
that's uh, um, now I don't, I'm not sure how that works uh, I, I felt some of that yes you feel some of that but uh, it's still not a very pleasant uh, state of mind to be in how else uh, avoidance and distraction uh, that that does work uh, I for myself I was uh, uh, if you just get in a job or something that is just so intense that is not dealing with uh, climate change uh, you can uh, forget about it uh, uh, quite a bit um, but uh, again I, I don't think that's something we want to count on um, Another way to deal with it is uh, is to work in the field, to get active and try to help the and help change the problem, uh, change your lifestyle. But even then, uh, then we are we're still left with seeing everybody else, you know, not do much about it. And so this can cause anger and, and all kinds of other uh, negative uh, negative uh, emotions. Uh, we can talk about it like I'm doing now, uh, which really seems to help. Uh, I, so I hope this channel will help people. Um, yeah, we can just we can talk about it and, and try to try to work it out. On, on what we're going to do and and what are our options what are, what are we looking at to share and, and not uh, not be divided all, all, all di divided and, and confused and about what what's going on is it happening it you know this is not not a pleasant place uh, by any means um, and uh, uh, this is kind of off topic but uh, this issue is a is a opportunity for the whole world to come together. Now that would that would be the most incredible thing that 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 came of all this. So that's definitely a topic for for another show and things to think about. Now, those are some of the ways people deal with it now. Uh, so, yeah, I want to please comment on this and share the ways that you deal with climate change on a, uh, you know, practical level. Um, how do you deal with it? But anyway, these ways of dealing with climate change, uh, for me, don't seem to help a great deal. Uh, the whole thing seems like a, a still have a heavy weight on me. So that's one level of uh, how and, and how we're dealing with things. Now let's go to the, the, the next level. And uh, this is probably will be a little bit more controversial. Um, so we are worried about projections into the future and it's causing us stress and worry and fear and anger and all these things possibly 
Now, I think that uh, we need to acknowledge that, uh, as you've probably heard this, that there are unknown unknowns about the future. Uh, we, we, we have to acknowledge that we don't really know what is going to happen in the future. Um, especially with climate change, uh, uh, firstly, I mean, some other, some other event could happen on this planet that is actually is worse than climate change. <laughs> I mean, that's not a, I mean, that's not a good way to think about it, but it's possible. Uh, but so, uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with climate change. So I, meaning uh, we don't, we're not really exactly sure about how the climate system is going to react about what policies that we're going to make, about the economics, about how are we going to come together, are we not? We, we, so we don't know how all this is going to play out. And that's what I mean by uh, people are just saying this is what's going to happen and that's all there is to it. Or, you know, they just they're clinging to uh, concrete visions of the future. Now, I don't. So I, I and I think that all of these they're saying that the future is going to be bad. Now, I don't. I don't think that that's a rational way of, of looking into the future. I understand this is all unprecedented and all this. Um, but um, but you have to uh, acknowledge that the world has gotten better consistently. Uh, um, I was going to bring up some facts about this, but today is really a lot better than it used to be for, for everything. Uh, human rights, uh, food, there was the 20th century war. Uh, the 20th century was a, a brutal uh, century. Um, now, I, you, you know, we do have to admit we're in the sixth mass extinction. And so, again, I don't think, I, mean, I don't really don't think that's... Uh, that controversial that human development and for human beings things have gotten just better and better and better uh, I'd rather live now 
than a hundred years ago or 50 years ago. I think now is a, is a great time to be alive. Um, even though we are in the sixth mass extinction, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. So what has happened is that human development and everything has gotten much better for human beings. Um, but the bad is that it's at the expense of the planet and all the other species and ecosystems in general. And they have gotten, that has gotten worse. Um, so our, we'll have to balance that out, is, is what I can see. Um, now, let's look at, so, uh, there are also a lot of predictions that have been made have been wrong. And science has been wrong uh, a lot. I don't think that's can be argued. And science has been right a lot too, of course. But again, I, I just don't. Uh, again, so there have been. Now let's look at on a on a small scale. I've seen ha things happen. There have been oil spills and the scientific evidence said that there would be no life in that area and it was damaged and nature really surprised will surprise you and come back uh, with a vengeance. Um, there have been uh, I think it was uh, the volcano, uh, uh, Mount St. Helens, uh, uh, volcano eruption that the lava killed all the life all around it. And uh, I, I watched this documentary and they, it, again, it was unbelievable that plants started popping up and it, it just came back against all scientific evidence and predictions. I just watched uh, uh, David Suzuki uh, talking and he was talking about the salmon uh, runs. Uh, I don't know that much about it, but he said that they, that the next year was going to be the lowest uh, salmon population, you know, ever unprecedented or something back. And it came back the, the largest ever. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that these are events that, that that we can be surprised and predictions are not always exactly true. Now, I'm just saying that this as a, to, just to open your mind to, there are possibilities and things may not happen as we think. It's not denial or avoidance. It's just a matter of being open-minded about 
what the future is going to be. Um, anyway, that's. I, I hope I've uh, you know explained that. Uh, I'm trying to adopt a little bit of this, and uh, I think maybe get into the science of this later. But the point is, I think that I'm I'm, I'm pointing at is that. I'm not sure that it's rational for us to assume that the future is just going to be bad and there's no hope and there's nothing that can be done about it and we're absolutely sure of it. I just think if you look at your own lives it, that, and our predictions of the future, I don't think have been correct hardly at all. I mean, uh, I know this is a scientific, uh, but I'm talking about the, it, it, you know, these, these changes might be abrupt, but they might be very gradual and we adapt as we go. And really that's what we're doing now. I mean, co collapse and, and climate change. And you could say that I mean, it is happening now, and we are adapting. And the future may not, the point is that, is that if we could go into the future, it may not be any different than it is right now. And I, I hope that you understand, I hope that I'm getting through to you on that. Uh, Anyway, that's it's just a way of thinking. It's a that that I that might help. Uh, I don't know. Again, this is just a, a conversation. Now about uh, feeling guilty um, and shame about destroying other species with our way of life. Now. I think that we can say that in a way we are all guilty of it. At the but at the same time we are not guilty. We have simply done the best we can. We're we're growing and thriving the way that human beings do. Um and I, I don't think that that's bad. I don't. I don't. I don't think human beings are generally bad. We we are good. Inherently, humans are good, and we have no intention of destroying ecosystems. Um, Um, so that's, uh, I hope that maybe helps. And, uh, I think so to, to sum up this kind of controversial way of looking at what we're facing in climate change, even if we can't change our, do this incredible transition that it doesn't seem possible. 
that I think to remember that I don't think that we can assume that the future is going to be bad. I think that people are good and given given the evidence of the human development okay I understand extinction and I understand all these things but I think that it's going to be gradual no matter what happens and I don't think it's going to be a bad thing it's not going to be what it's not going to be what people are so feared of and and, and scared about uh, I mean I it's I think that it's going to be a slow adaptation like I said and I don't think it's going to be that much different than the, what it, it is now um, and even if it is horrible like they say uh, I've traveled the world enough and I've seen people and I think that people are kind and helpful and I think in these bad situations of course there can be catastrophic events that kill people and it's bad and it, but I think that that uh, people are going to help each other when these things happen if they happen so that's another reason to not be stressed out about it and not think that the future is going to be bad um, so anyway, that's uh, these are just uh, I've mentioned uh, the way that a lot of us deal with it, and then I've just mentioned this kind of this alternative or this kind of controversial way of looking at the future, which I'm sure many people disagree with. But it is uh, I'm just putting it out there, and. Uh, uh, I'm asking other people to think about it and and give me their thoughts and share their thoughts about it. And I think uh, for this show uh, I've run out of time. I think I'm going to wrap it up. But the uh, because uh, what I want to talk about is a is the next level of looking at dealing with climate change psychologically. And this is going to go into the realm of eco-spiritualism. Now, I, I don't be uh, put off by that. And uh, uh, religious, it's not really going to be religion, but this is an important, uh, a much deeper way of looking at our place in the world. And I think this is where we're going to get true uh, freedom from these uh, negative feelings of, of eco trauma or climate trauma these bad psychological effects that thinking about climate change in the future is having on us so um, I hope you can uh, uh, please uh, uh, join me for the next show and we kind of part two but it will look at uh, eco-spiritualism and I this will be I think maybe the most important uh, show that that I can bring you because I've uh, studied this for many many years and I believe that it's very helpful uh, so 
I hope that maybe the show has been uh, a help to you. And uh, uh, thank you for joining me. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.